Oh, I didn't know you'd do that. All right. Do what? Let's start it again with oh. that. <laughs> Take it away. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast, Digging Deeper with Mandy and Erica. I'm Mandy. And I'm Erica. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. We here at Digging Deeper like to dig deeper into the Bible, understand it, learn it, and then share it with you guys. That's right, Mandy. And today we are doing my most favorite thing in the whole entire world. Hanging out with me. No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, but aside <laughs> from that. So we are going to give an overview of the whole Bible, of the Old Testament, the New Testament. What are the differences? Why are they called Old Testament, New Testament? Um, just basic, like a high-level overview for, for beginners, someone who is very new to the faith, maybe somebody who wants to begin reading the Bible for the first time. Because um, I hear that a lot, you know, like, I really want to read the Bible, but I'm overwhelmed. I don't know where to start, all this mm -hmm. stuff. And I know me and you both always talked about like how nice it would have been to have known some of these things when we were starting out. Yes, yes. Because there was a time when that was me. Mm -hmm. You know, I was new to the faith and I wanted to know what the Bible had to say, but it just was like I didn't even know how to open it. Like, you know? Well, like uh, nobody taught me this. Yeah. I, the only reason why I know a lot of it now is just from studying for the podcast or Pastor Aaron will point something out you know yeah. and that's the only reason why i know this now mm -hmm. and it's not because like like i whenever i was like a baby christian like i thought the bible was just the bible it's just words right and that was it but yeah. there's more to the bible than just the <laughs> words i mean there is the words the holy spirit wrote the words you know but there's more to it than just just this. It's amazing. And I think we're going to really get to talk about that in, in, in detail, like why it's so good and why we should be reading the Bible and why it's not a fairy tale. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how people can say it's a fairy tale because if they've ever re read it, re read it, <laughs> the, one of them works. Yeah. Then it, there's no fairy tale no, there. No, it's the only really fairy amazing. tale is, and it's not even a fairy tale, is that Jesus came in human form and died for us to take our wrath from God mm -hmm. on him. Mm -hmm. so that would be the only thing that I would even consider possibly being a fairy tale, which is not because it's true and it's real. It wasn't made up. All right. Maybe that's what they're getting at. I don't know. Let's just do it. Okay. This is going to be more of like a zoomed out version, right? Yes. But if you guys want to... For a beginner. Yeah. If you want to learn more about it, like the individual books, like what the individual books are about, let us know in the comments because we would really love to do that. Oh, yeah. That's... Listen, th I, I meant it when I said this is my most favorite thing to do. Like I could do this for the rest of my life, then die and be okay with that. Like I would have been okay with how my whole life was spent doing this specifically for beginners because I love I love you people if this is you and you're wanting you're tuned in because you want to hear more about what the Bible has to offer what it's about I love you <laughs> like I'm so glad that you're here and you're giving us this opportunity this is an honor and a privilege for me I know you too I'm gonna yeah. speak for you for oh, us thanks. 
So, man, we're so excited to get to walk you through this. Maybe it's your first time. Yes. Listen, if this is, if you uh, just recently gotten saved and come to Christ, the angels in heaven are rejoicing that you are now a part of us. Welcome. Yes. We both were like that. Like, we didn't, you know. We're not born this way. We weren't born this way. (laughs) We weren't born to be saved. Yeah, we were each saved. And it was so significant to both of us. This is why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. Plus, we were called. We got to. (laughs) But we want to do a shout out. Yes. Real quick before we get too deep into this. uh, Chris, he waited on us. Was it yesterday? Yesterday we... It was yesterday. No. Was it yesterday? It was yesterday. Okay. It was yesterday. You got to see me every day this week. So anyway, yesterday, me and Erica and her daughter went out to eat, and Chris was our waiter, and uh, you did a great job, and we just wanted to say that um, we've been praying for you and your family because we, well, the story goes that we were there, and we were praying over our food, and then he comes, (laughs) and he put the food down, and then we stopped and looked at him, and then he said, oh, I'm sorry, I thought you guys were praying, and we're like, yeah, we We were. were, and then Erica's like, what do you want us to pray for you about? And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I she got real flustered. Yeah, and you said she, she said, uh, just think about it and come back. And then finally, when he came back, I asked him what he wanted us to pray for, and then he said his friends and family. There's nothing better than that. No, that was really great. Yeah. So, just wanted to give you a shout out, Chris, and uh, we are praying for you and your family and your friends. <laughs> yeah, them too. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for finding us. Okay, yes. let's get started with this. All right. Here's my Bible, in case anyone wants to see it. This is mine. It's very plain, very basic. I actually got this Bible um, at the church that I got saved at. I didn't have a Bible at the time. And they had you a... stole it? No. <laughs> they, had a st- they had a stack of these, this Bible, these Bibles by the doors. So if anyone... You stole it. If they said, if anyone doesn't have a Bible, take one on your way out. So I was like, all right. And I took one. And it's been my Bible now for almost 10 years. I mean, look at this thing. It's going to need <clears throat> rebound. No, don't touch it. It's like falling I apart. I can't fall apart because I know where everything is in this Bible. I have all my notes in here. <laughs> I want to see it. I don't worship the Bible. But like, seriously, I don't want to have to start over making notes in another Bible. Okay. But anyway, where are we starting at, Erica? Well, I just want to give some basic facts. All right. Um, We like facts. So the Bible itself is not one big book. It is a collection of 66 different books. Mm -hmm. These 66 different books were written over a period of almost 2,000 years by 40 different men. Men. You sure? (laughs) On over at least two different continents. So it's not like all of these books were just written at one time and then someone just put them together and called it the Bible. Like how books normally are written? Yeah. No, No, it's not that. It's a collection. Um, And it actually, it's it's miraculous because think, just think about what I just said. Over 2,000 years by 40 different men. On a couple different continents. Yeah. Spread across the globe. Mm -hmm. And there's not one contradiction in any of those books. They all affirm themselves. They correlate. I mean, it's just, it's so, it's unbelievable. And I guess we'll talk about this later. But I mean, just the prophecies that are in it. The Bible makes claims about in the future what's going to happen. And then in later books, that thing happens. Yeah. 
it's it's a it's a miracle the whole bible so that is why we call it god's word you'll hear christians saying that it's god's word god's holy word it's infallible um the inspired word if you've heard any of those terms that's why we say that because it really is a miracle how all these books could come together and have no contradiction well we know why right yes why because the bible is the inspired word of god literally um it was God who wrote all of these books through men. So really, the right way to say it is that the Bible is written through 40 different men. Yeah. And actually, the Bible makes this claim about itself, too, in Second Timothy. That's one of the books, Second Timothy, towards the end of the Bible. It says uh, in chapter 3, verse 16, that all scripture is breathed out by God. And that's what it means there, that all of scripture is literally breathed breathed out by god and then in another place in second peter i think it is Mm -hmm. it says that all of prophecy is not a work of men but men who were carried along by the holy spirit Mm -hmm. so that's just a little bit of uh some statistics about the bible right there the bible is split up into what's called the old testament and the new testament so of the 66 books 39 are in the old testament Mm -hmm. 27 are in the new testament another word for testament is covenant old covenant and new covenant so if i had to give one statement about the whole bible what it was about well if i if i had just had one word i would just say jesus (laughs) yes it's literally about jesus the introduction of jesus in the bible splits the old testament and the new testament the old covenant from the new covenant Mm -hmm. that's why you see the gospels matthew mark luke and john they appear in the beginning of the new testament because they document jesus's uh, arrival on the scene yeah his life and ministry and then his death and then the rest of the new covenant comes after that why don't we just zoom out a little bit and bring up a picture so if you guys want to follow along we found this really great image here of the books of the bible there it is i'm gonna so this is called the bible bookcase (laughs) it's from rose publishing um it's in this thing here and if anybody wants to get me a gift i'd like one of these erica won't let me take hers she can look at it, but she does have to give it back to I me. don't want to. <laughs> but this is really great. Actually, if you just want a copy of this page right here, send us a, an email or a comment or something, and we'll... Or you can just screenshot it. You could screenshot it. If you're on your it. phone. Yeah. But if you want uh, an actual digital file of this, just, just let us know. We'll send it to you so yeah. you have it. It's a great reference. I love it. But it has all of the books we talked about, all 66 of them on this Bible bookcase, as you can see if you're watching. But the two, the top two shelves are all of those 39 Old Testament books. Mm-hmm. And then the, the bottom shelf here is all of those 27 New Testament books. Okay, so the first, let's see here, five books, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, we call that the law. Okay, so like the law of God, you would find that here. Um, And then you have all these other books that are the history books. I'm not going to read all of them. And then it jumps over here to poetry. Um, And then after that, you have major prophets and then minor prophets. What's the difference between the major and the minor prophets? There's the major prophets just had more to say. And the minor prophets had less to say. That's it. And you know what I love about this, Mandy? What, Is that you can actually... Like on this picture, the the thickness of each book is proportionate oh, to yes. its size in the actual Bible. So you can see like the book of Daniel, for example, is a really big book. Yeah. Whereas if you look um, up here, 
Well, let's just look above it at the book of Joshua. Joshua it's See, really small. Yeah, it's smaller. So there's a lot more to Daniel than there is to Joshua. Huh. <clears throat> so that's really cool. <clears throat> so then if we come down here to the New Testament, it starts with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. These are the Gospels. This is where you'll find Jesus. Yes. His life. You can find them all through the Bible. But, but if you want to actually hear about his ministry, his miracles, what he said or did, go to the, the Gospels here. It's the, the Gospels are all the same story written by four different guys yes. from their all different perspectives and viewpoints. That's why they're not going to be identical because everyone has a different viewpoint when they're witnessing something. Yeah. But it's all the same story. They all start with the birth of Jesus and then then they go through his ministry and then they all end with his resurrection yes and ascension into heaven mm -hmm. um and then it goes into acts which is the history book it's how we get from jesus and then to the new covenant which is where we're at today we're living in the new covenant today but then you have all these it says down here epistles to churches that just means a letter like a formal letter and then after that you have epistles to friends general epistles so these are all letters and these are all to the time period after jesus did what he had to do here and it's different and we'll talk about that in a little bit more life is different than it was before jesus things changed when jesus came <coughs> so yeah. the very last book it doesn't say it on this bible bookcase which i don't like but the very last book is called revelation and that's actually a, a prop prophecy book Mm -hmm. So it's about the future, even beyond us today. Like, what is to come? Yeah. What should we expect? Yeah. So. Something else that I wanted to point out yeah. was uh, these books, like, these people didn't put them in these categories by themselves. These are all in order as it is in the Bible. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. So they didn't put them in these categories themselves. They were already in this order mm -hmm. so it goes from genesis to, to revelation it's all in order and they were all put in these different categories by god himself yes so and that's another great point if you do want to use this as a study tool or to help find your way through the bible if you're new um you can just look on here let's say you're currently reading matthew and it refers back to i don't know genesis mm -hmm. Most people know where Genesis is, but let's just say it referred to something else. You can look on your Bible bookcase here and find out where that book is in your Bible. Mm -hmm. um, and one point I do want to make about the books of the Bible is they're not in chronological order. That is true. With history. That is true. Um, and there's reasons for that. It's because some of the books talk about events that happen in another book. So... If you wanted to put the Bible in chronological order, you'd have to like divide a bunch of books. You know what I mean? And it would get kind of choppy. So, and, and you can do it. There's chronological Bibles out there that you can purchase. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with reading them. You can do it. It's just harder to, I don't know, study, I guess. But yes, they're grouped in the Bible. They're grouped by category. Like I said, law, history, poetry, major prophets. So now that... Now that you know that information, it helps you when you're studying the Bible. Yes. Right? Because if we're living down here in the New Testament, if we're trying to get instructions on, let's say, just church, modern day church, you would not want to go to a history book in the Old Testament and take cues from that. 
Because I hear people do that all the time, especially when it comes to women pastors. They go all the way back to judges, and they see that there was a lady who is a judge, and they think that that is some sort of instruction book for today's church. That's really inappropriate because the instruction for today's church occurs in the books down here in the New Testament. And so that's what should guide us today. Yep. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Okay, so this was really helpful if you're trying to study the Bible because one of the, one of the most important things about Bible study is context, knowing what kind of book you're reading. Yeah. Is this a history book? Is this a prophecy book about prophecies about Israel? You know, did this prophecy happen? Is this prophecy for me? There's a lot to it, but this is a really great place to start. Now, we said that the whole Bible is about Jesus, really. Yeah. It's a Jesus book. Mm-hmm. And it really is. If I could summarize the Bible with a sentence, it would be this. God created man to have communion and fellowship with him. But they disobeyed and rebelled against God, Adam and Eve, thereby introducing sin to the world. And they broke that relationship with God. And throughout the whole Old Testament, God creates a way for a Redeemer to come to restore or reconcile that relationship between people and God because mm-hmm. it's cur- it was currently broken. So he uses events in history. He singles out specific people, specific a specific nation, the Israelites. That's why the Israelites are so important because he that's God's chosen people mm-hmm. um, in the Old Testament through which that Redeemer would come. And yeah. all of the Old Testament, the prophecies, the accounts, you know, everything kind of points forward. You see this, if you read through the Old Testament, you see this constant like pointing forward to, I know my Redeemer will come. I know there's a Savior. Like we believe in you. We trust in you. Our salvation is from the Lord. It's just pointing ahead. Yeah. Then you get to the Gospels. And I love this, oh. Mandy. Your Messiah has arrived. Yes. He is here. Everything that we've been talking about in the Old Testament is fulfilled in the man, Jesus Christ. He fulfilled those prophecies that were about him. There was like over 300. Mm-hmm. So it's very, it would have been very difficult for anyone to fulfill them, but he did. Hmm. Um, and he was the Messiah that everyone was waiting for. He was uh, crucified on the cross, buried three days later, resurrected, lived four more days on the earth, and then ascended into heaven. Then everything after that, all the way up to our time period now, is looking backwards, saying our our Redeemer did come. That was the Messiah, the one that we were waiting for had come. Mm-hmm. And he's going to come again. That's what the last book of the Bible says. In Revelation. Right. So that is kind of like the whole general overview of the Bible. That's the old covenant was the old covenant between God and people when they were waiting for a Messiah. The new covenant, which is the New Testament, was the Messiah came, the Redeemer came, that was Jesus. And now we have a new relationship, a restored, reconciled one with God now that the people in the Old Testament didn't have. Right. People in the Old Testament, I want one. I want one be them. <laughs> no. no, I wouldn't either. It's It's really different. Uh, it's like a 180 or 360 whichever you want to do it's just night and day because you had to um make do sacrifices for your sins Mm -hmm. back then and now you can just ask for forgiveness straight to god because jesus is your mediator between you and god now that's such a good example because the um like you said in the old testament sin is what broke us up broke that communion between Mm -hmm. us and god 
we couldn't have fellowship with him because we were sinful. He was holy. Yeah. There's a problem there. A little bit. <laughs> so they had this system where they had to atone for their sins. They had to cleanse themselves before a holy God. And it was a it was a continual thing. You do it once, but you have to keep doing it every single year because ultimately that was just a symbolic system. Mm-hmm. And it just pointed to a one final last sacrifice that would put to death that whole system. Yeah. And that came in the form of Jesus Christ. And man, God himself took on human flesh and became the ultimate final sacrifice who shed his blood on the cross to atone for all of our sins. Yeah. So people want to know why don't we have why don't we sacrifice animals today? Well, there was one last sacrifice in Jesus. They call him the Lamb of God because he was perfect and he was uh blemish free. What they required for sacrifices, he came and was sacrificed for us to take on God's wrath. So we don't have to do that anymore because that was once and for all. Yes, our sins were once and for all atoned for in Jesus Christ and no one else and nothing else, only in Jesus. That's the only way that your sins can be made right by God is through Jesus Christ. Yes. No one else. Nope. You can only get to God through through Jesus. If you're now saying, that sounds really good, (laughs) how do I start reading it? Mm -hmm. I... I would say start in Matthew. Yes, that would have been my suggestion too. You'll hear people say start in John, and I've told people start in John, reading the book of John. But Matthew is a great place to start. That is where you'll find Jesus, and that's the best place to start when you're trying to read the Bible is with Jesus. (laughs) It doesn't get any better than that. Mm -mm. Seriously. Um, Yeah, so just start in Matthew and work your way through uh, the New Testament, and then once you get... I don't know, through that, then you could probably, you can just start with the Old Testament then. You can do that. Yeah. Or if you wanted to get a storyline of the Bible, I found this little, this, this list and I'll be happy to send it to you if you want this, if, if, if you can't write all this down because it's a lot, but if you just want to get the storyline of history, um, how God has worked through certain people you can skip through certain parts of the Bible and just read these books in this order, and you'll literally go from when God created the world until how the world's going to end. Wow. Okay, so here it goes. Genesis, Exodus, Numbers, Joshua, Judges, 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, 1 Kings, 2 Kings, Ezra, Nehemiah, Luke, or any other gospel, Acts, and Revelation. And that'll do. That'll do That'd be a great place to start if you're like, I don't know what to read. Read those in that order. That'll, that would give you kind of like an overview. And then from there, you can start reading individual books. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and I got this advice one time. Don't just read it. Read it as if it's a story because they are stories. Yeah. And, you know, different writers write differently. And, like, I never realized that until I started hanging out with Erica. But, like, they do have different ways of writing, how they write, how they use certain words and stuff like that, and how all that is. So, like, it's really cool to see how somebody writes, like, how it flows. You know what I mean? I don't, you do a better job of explaining it than I do. But, like, there's stories in each chapter and read it as a story instead of saying, oh, I need to read one verse today. Yeah. Right. Because you don't get anything because you don't get the context of it. Mm-hmm. Context matters. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, that actually brings up a really good point. The Bible now, when you read it, it has these chapters and these verse mm-hmm. verses in it. The original text didn't have that. It was literally one book yeah. or one letter. And it wasn't until, actually, don't quote me. I don't know when, but, but it's in recent times that they actually put in chapters and verses. And they only did that so that we could all be on the same page, right? When we're talking about books or comparing them, um, it was just an easy way to identify where people were in the mm. book. So yeah. um, don't think that chapter three ended, the story ended there. That's that's not always true. Sometimes it ends in the middle of a chapter or yeah. something like that. Yep. All right, guys, um, if you could please just like, share, uh, subscribe, comment, that puts our videos in the algorithm and it has it coming up more and more for more and more people to watch it and more and more people can learn and understand the Bible with us. Yeah, if you have any questions or you need clarification, um, you can also shoot us an email directly. We'd be super happy to help you out. Yeah. But we're going to stop here, I think, because that's a lot of material. We're going to pick this up in part two next week. We're going to talk about what bible to buy if you're looking to buy a bible if you need a bible we're going to tell you what we recommend don't recommend we're going to cover all kinds of stuff regarding that and then we also have a part three that's going to be about common misconceptions about the bible so things that you think are true that might not actually be true about christianity and the bible yes you want to pray us out yes ma'am okay dear lord we just come before you and we just thank you for everything god For the blessings that you've given to us in our lives right now and the blessings that you're about to give us, Lord, we just thank you for them. And you just do them because you love us, Lord. We just thank you for it. We thank you for Jesus that you sent him to die for us, Lord, even though he didn't have to. And we just thank you, Lord, for your love and your grace and your faithfulness. Lord, that you've never gone back on any of your promises. And that's how we can trust you because you've never gone back on a promise. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen.